step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I know you like to think about midnight And your second glass of red wine Walking down What's up, y'all? This is Rob Blackledge, and I'm hanging out with the adorably charming Donald Jenkins here in Nashville, Tennessee, and you're listening to Hits Collecting Dust. This is my episode. It's really good. See how much this adds to the podcast. If you had not brought your guitar, man, this would just not be. As much as I like to um, (laughs) feel like I am an emotionally gifted uh, acapella singer, (laughs) you're right. This does add a lot. And I can also actually think you are. I can. I've heard you sing acapella before. Oh, (laughs) I I can. uh, I can also play along. Like if I'm telling a sad story. Yeah. Oh, please do. Well. Oh, my gosh. That's like a... Is that Hotel California? No, that's... I mean, that's a good one right there. I don't know any more than that. (laughs) Hey, let's get started. Hey, Rob, what's up, dude? Got to get my coffee. I mean, that sounded... much, man? Painful. Painful. No, I am getting old. I am getting old. I'm how many years older since we talked last? Has it oh, been two gosh. years? Dude, I, I'm going to blow your mind. Real quick, I am sitting here with Rob Blackledge. Hey, um, <laughs> it's been at least, it's been four years at least. Hasn't? I remember it was at Rebar. We hung out at Rebar. Oh, that's not true. I'll tell you the last time. Really? Uh, you were playing a show behind Losers. And oh, it, wow, yeah. And remember, it was right after y'all were on the road and somebody stole your trailer. Oh, yeah. With all your equipment in it. Yep, because, um, I, yeah, we didn't have anything. <laughs> we had nothing. Like, I literally, uh, we, we had our trailer stolen in Salt Lake City. Um, 
and which is a beautiful town. It left, you know, it, it kind of has an odd place in my story now. But <laughs> yeah, so I, had, I was left with one guitar to my name out of, you know, however many years of... And had, like, had shows to play coming yes, up. Yes, so, so the story goes, you're out on the road. Y'all are doing your, you know, road warrior, just knocking them out. We're killing it. You you're know, playing at a hotel. In, playing in front of ones and ones of people. One, one, and, I mean, they were ones <laughs> there. So we, we were driving. We had this shuttle bus, and we had our own little hotel. Uh, of course, we had our own little hotel. And uh, our trailer w- that we pulled behind the bus was, was parked behind the hotel. And we get back at 1 in the morning. I think Brad, our drummer... Uh, you said, you know, I'm going to stay out here and smoke a cigarette. And um, he mentioned that the next day seeing this this truck kind of sitting off to the side. Didn't think anything of it. He came in, and when we went back to look at the surveillance tapes, it was like 30 minutes after Brad came in uh-huh. at like 2 in the morning. This These guys pull around. We have it on tape, and they pick up the trailer. They, you know, take two of them. It wasn't a huge trailer. It was a single axle trailer. And they yeah. rotate it around. They set it on the back of their their truck and speed away everything not break into the trailer and take stuff out they took the trailer gone so then that day we woke up that morning we drove to made a few phone calls we had a show that night in las vegas and we played it how we we called the sound guy the promoter oh, and, and they said hey can can you find us some gear so yeah that's how it went down and then i think we had one more show after that in a um Flagstaff, Arizona, at the Museum Club, which is a really cool spot, and yeah. more of just gear that guys had let us borrow, and the show must go on. I'm gonna tell you something. Some of the best stories I've ever heard, and I love music and all that you guys do. That's why I'm doing this. But you're talking about problem solving. Be an artist on the road. <laughs> I mean, it's, you would think all the stories would be about music, the crowd, and like what happened when. Uh, uh-uh. uh. It's it, like the in between the shows where like no, no, no. All of our equipment was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> we had to play the next night. And you're just, you gotta figure it out. Right? Yeah, well, you can't go home. You don't have enough time. You don't have any money. So it's not like you can just go to Guitar Center and buy a bunch of stuff and take it. Right, home. right. Um, yeah, it's Apollo 13 all the time. You know, we've got we've to fit a, a round filter in a square hole. I'm going to coin another term. Nashville, we have a problem. Nashville. <laughs> yes, yes, I mean, we literally, do. This is the musician's uh, Houston. No, this is Nashville, we have a problem. That's it. We should make a t-shirt, and every manager in town yeah. and booking agent in town would go, yes, that's 100%. Because it's not just on you know the lower level that I've existed on. Right. Every level. I mean, my, my buddies that play at the upper level and say, I know you have his... Just many, they have so many stories of just, yeah. oh, it was a crapshoot, and we pulled it off. <laughs> yeah. You know, award shows are like that. Every, I mean, it's like there's so many everything parts. breaks all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, it is not even a matter of if; it's just what and when. Oh right? yeah, so yeah, it, it's problem solving all the time, and but that's the fun part of it. If you yeah. you know, it's well, it's for it's me fun and it's funny. After the fact, <laughs> like we're totally laughing about it right now. I'm sure that when you woke up the next morning and there was not a trailer attached to your, that oh, was not funny. It just couldn't have been fun. The best part is, is the, the bus was parked out, out of my window. Yeah. So I wake up, you know, kind of stretch eight o'clock in the morning or whatever. And I walk to the window like I usually do and throw open the blinds or the drapes. And I look down there and I see our bus. <laughs> And I don't see the trailer, the trailer. Yeah, and okay. I go, "That's odd." That's odd. <laughs> and that's how it well, went. Great right. story. Somebody took the trailer. Well, you know, I, I say this all the time: don't blink, because five years will go by, right? I've, I think Kenny Chesney said that. Oh, did he? Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Damn it. <laughs> 
Oh, well. So, <laughs> you can take it. You I'll can take, take it, it anyway. Well, and the reason I say that is like you and I met, gosh, it had to be, well, I'll tell you when it was. It was right, it was around 2013 because mm-hmm. that's when I started kind of doing my making it happen videos, right? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, my coffee cup still says making it happen. I still do that a lot. Um, but we had some, y'all were my like funnest interviews. <laughs> you never knew what y'all were going to say and do, and it was so much fun. Uh, but Rob, you're formerly with Blackjack Billy. Yeah. Right? Now yes. you're a total solo artist. I'm something. Yeah, that's one of those things for sure. No, just actually just released an album. I did. I did. I, so I, I, left, uh, I left the band. Uh, great guys and some of the best memories I mean, we could go on with stories yeah. like this forever. Right. Um, but yeah, I got to travel the world and got to uh, tour Canada and Australia and uh, obviously all around the States and had record deals and had, you know, everything you could ever dream of. And uh, yeah, it, it for me, I woke up and realized, you know, I had some other things I wanted to do yeah. and uh, some different music I wanted to play. And, and um, I called the guys and I said, man, I've, I think I'm going to go. And they said, we understand. And so uh, they're still out rocking and rolling, doing the thing. And yeah. and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm at home a lot these days. I play a couple of times a month. But yeah, I made a record, and um, it's available on iTunes and everywhere digital music is sold. <laughs> Please, plug. Um, and uh, also on my website, robblackledgemusic.com. But more than anything, man, I'm just enjoying uh, the freedom of getting to make music and, yeah. and, and not, not really be tied to anything. Um, I've always done it that way in some way, shape, or form. And when I moved to Nashville, I was a solo artist for eight years before I was in Blackjack Billy, and I did three records um, as a solo artist. And so it's kind of fun to get back to that and see what kind of music pops out. Yeah, I mean, taking it back to the beginning, you were originally from Mississippi, right? Yeah, uh, born moved and raised here. in Madison, moved here when I was 18 and went to Belmont, okay. uh, like so many so many of my friends and so many folks at Belmont. It's a great avenue of... Of, it was blessed to be able to get to go there. We couldn't afford it, but yeah, it's my, not cheap. my parents uh, <laughs> took out a loan, and, and we, we did what we had to do. And, and uh, Now, did you meet your wife there? I did, actually. Um, we, we met my freshman year. She was a transferred junior, and it was the first couple of weeks of school, and I remember I was at a buddy's house, actually not too far from where we're sitting right now, and, um, and she walked in. It was actually her boyfriend's house at oh. the time. <laughs> And, you know, he roomed with a couple of guys. And I remember her walking in. I leaned over to my buddy and I went, finally, there's a hot girl here. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? She's taken. (laughs) I know. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, I am too. But seriously, man, she's smoking. So y'all were both in relationships. Yeah, we were both in relationships. And it was was seven years uh, until... until that relationship, you know, turned into more than that. She was in Boston and and I was touring with my buddy Nathan Angelo. And uh, we were... Um, yeah, we played a show in Boston. I asked her to come out. And All right, well, we skipped that. a few steps. So you graduated. <laughs> we did. We, we, we skipped like seven, seven years. Seven years, yeah. But um, you graduated and you said you went on tour. This, uh, you had, what, what happened musically when it, you know, you graduated college? Did you, I think you had a record deal, right? No, I had a management deal with a company called Network Management. Okay. Um, I guess even to, to be a little bit more clear, uh, so I came to, to Nashville in August of 2002 and very, uh, the, one of the first guys I met was named Andy Davis, mm-hmm. who uh, went to Belmont, and he lives in L.A. now as a, as a songwriter and producer. And it wasn't too long after. I mean, a, a couple of weeks later, I met a guy named Dave Barnes. And uh, Dave actually uh, took me out on the road in February. Dave wrote God Gave Me You yes. uh, for uh, 
that Blake Shelton cut and and but he released it himself too. Yeah, that's it was, uh, it was a hit with just him. Yeah, and, and, and then Blake Shelton. Cut. Yeah, and Dave's Dave's had a lot of success um, in varying levels of of his career, and uh, he was kind enough to take me out on the road. And one of the first uh, the, the first show we ever did, we uh, he asked me if we could take my Pathfinder. I had an old like four wheel drive Pathfinder, mm-hmm. and he said we're going to Indiana. It's supposed it's supposed to snow. And I've got a station wagon. He was touring in a station wagon. He said, can we take your Pathfinder? And I said, yeah. And sure enough, this is the first time I've ever – I'm from Mississippi. Right. This is the first, like – I mean, this was like a real deal blizzard. <laughs> and I'm driving. And uh, we drive up through Indiana to a, a college, DePaul. Not DePaul, but DePaul. It, one's with an L, one's with a W. This one's oh. outside of Indianapolis. Okay. Anyway, and we uh, that's when I met a guy named Matt Wirtz, who's another local guy who um, – has had a, a good deal of success in Nashville and around. And so, yeah, they, they kind of took me out on the road, and off we went. And so all through college, I'm playing and playing and doing this, and it came time to graduate, and I thought, man, I don't – I mean, I don't think I want to go out and do anything else. So yeah. I made a record with Andy Davis and, and uh, graduated. And that year, the uh, graduated in December of 05, and 2006, I, I went out and just – I played about 50 house shows and went out on the road with Matt Wirtz, and we did a tour up the – east coast and and yeah just kind of never really looked back yeah that's crazy when you look back and go gosh that was 10, 10 years, years ago 10 years ago jeez <laughs> right <laughs> if i knew what i know now which no is kidding. a question that i will ask later on uh so you and your wife you get married and mm-hmm. this is you're with you're not with Blackjack Billy yet. Then. No, we got married in October of 2009. By the way, your wife's gorgeous and awesome. So oh, let man, me just put I just, it out there. She is amazing. I never, I didn't expect, I was, I was one of those guys that thought maybe I'd get married by the time I was 30. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, and, and, but it was definitely one of those things where I met a girl and I thought, oh, well, okay, well, this is, I've got to do whatever it takes to, to make sure um, I make this work. And, <laughs> and I did. I, you know, I made a lot of life changes and, and she was, uh, I, I hoodwinked her just enough to say yes. And so, um, you know, we got married at, I, that is about the time that I wrote um, Runaway for Love and Theft. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, well, it's, it's an interesting part of the story, uh, not because it was a hit or anything, but it, it I was um, broke in getting <laughs> married. Uh, and, and that song came along at a time when um, I needed it. Uh, and, I mean, it, that was... That was uh, I had I had had a record deal for the for the year of two thousand and nine, just an independent yeah record deal. Made another record with Jeff Copeland, who is part of Blackjack Billy, and that's kind of how we got to know each other. Uh, but this is still two or three years before Blackjack Billy, and I, I had written Runaway with Stephen Lyles and Kanan Smith, and uh, in two thousand and eight they released it in two thousand and nine, and then uh, so four months after I I got married uh with you know a couple thousand bucks in the bank if yeah. that uh i started getting royalty checks and it just i mean we lived off of that for four years wow we lived off of runaway money and it was during that time that uh jeff came to me jeff copeland who had produced love and theft's first record who came to me and said let's uh you should be in a duo it was originally a duo let's uh and uh I've got a few guys I'm looking at, but let's find somebody. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. So for six months, we kind of toiled over the idea. And by January of 2011, I met Noel Billings. And yeah. that was the beginning of Blackjack Billy. So 
And I mean, hey, for for the run you guys had, and they're like you said, they're still rocking it. They're open. running, y'all, man. You guys, <laughs> you guys put on a show though, and y'all were so good, man. Uh, it still was, are. It, it like was. Said, there no. was something. There was something unique about. Uh, and it, I, I, I talk about it in past tense because it's the part of my life is is over. But yeah, it was um, for me. It was I'd never done music like that. Yeah, I was a James Taylor singer songwriter guy, and it was yeah. and it really was for me. It was man, let's just get out there and have fun, and and we did, man. Yeah. We had a blast and and got to meet so many great people, and and uh, man, I'm just 100 percent supportive of those guys and what they're doing, and and and. Man, I, I obviously I wish them the best, and and I'm just happy to yeah. have had an opportunity to play music all over the world, and yeah. it was a lot of fun. You know, I love the fact though that you know you wake up; it's not a negative. It's just, hey, here's where I am. But most people, that would be hard to just kind of switch directions immediately, right? Yeah, it, and you got to respect that. Like you, some people would go, all right, maybe it's not the right fit, but they just kind of stay, you know. And I, what was that crossroads with you when I was like, all right? it's, it's done. You know, you wake up one morning and did something happen or was it just, well, there was, there were, I mean, there were a couple of things that, I mean, there's a lot of reasons people leave a band. Right. And, and I'm not going to tell the complete story on here. I'll just be honest. Yeah, sure. No, uh, but it's really for, more about you, not the band. Like, <laughs> this, no, this. well, every, everybody kind of reaches, you know, different, uh, different places. And for me, I think for a long time, I, I had, I'd felt like, uh, musically, it wasn't the same thing that I wanted to be doing. Um, I had uh, our our original bass player had left the band about a year and a half before, and I took over bass playing duties. It, it, and I was excited about that, um, yeah. and I loved doing it. But I think uh, for me, once I kind of thought, man, this isn't exactly me. Uh, I think the novel the novelty of it to a certain degree maybe kind of wore off, and I don't I don't necessarily mean you know that it was. I was just doing it for fun. Uh, but, but I did, I wanted to have fun doing it and, uh, it kind of lost its spark a little bit for yeah. me. And so, um, yeah, I just, I thought, you know, let's, um, I want to make some different music. I mean, let's at the end of the day, it was music. That, yeah. Right? New music. Let's talk about the new music. I did okay with that question, right? Yeah, <laughs> you did great. <laughs> There's no right or wrong, but you know, knowing you as long as I have and knowing a lot of the musicians, um, that I've just been fortunate enough to walk with, you know, not being in music. It's always been really cool. You um, do know a lot of people. Well, it, is I'd it a to, wink and a smile? It's the hair. Oh, god, It's the hair. I'm just glad to still have hair. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> you were talking about, I thought I'd be married by 30. I used to say that, too. Then it was like, well, maybe by 40. And now my parents are going, yeah, it just may not happen. Just don't worry about it. it just, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever. But um, <laughs> I just called you Don. It, and Don's fine. I, Don. I get called worse and better. Mr. But, Mr. Draper. Yeah. So, I, you know, I do. But it's because, I mean, I don't think there's anything real overly special about me. I just, you know, I've been here for 15 years, right? Yeah, you and me both. Wow. Yeah. And, but see, the difference is, while you're um, knowing people and not that it's not genuine but like you're you're in music right so right and and I always kind of felt like even when somebody who is in music who doesn't know me and it's like all right they kind of look at you uh, like all right what do you want from me or what do you need mm. from me right yeah and I'm like oh no 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 I'm, I'm not music and they're like oh you're not opens the door and right they're up. like yeah and they're like okay, sure you want to you want to have beer or something yeah <laughs> because it's like wait you're you're not gonna talk I, about music or I envy you yeah yeah that's great right and it's allowed me to uh, to genuinely, I think, just be friends, yeah. you know, with a lot of people that are pursuing. They're very, very talented. And let's be honest, pretty much all of you guys have always been like the best at what you do, you know, like where you come from. 
And now everybody's sure. here, right? Yeah. And they're so talented and they're so used to kind of being like, I don't know, not center of attention, but they're kind of it, you know? And then you meet somebody new and they're like, all right, well, who, who are you and what do you want or need or yeah. what can I do for you? And I'm like, no, I don't want anything. Just It's hang like out. politics in yeah. D.C., you know? Yeah, as soon bit. as they find out that you're actually, you know, mow lawns for a living, yeah. no, you know, there's no pressure. And it's just been a blast. And, of course, you know, uh, a lot of my friends, I think I even met y'all through, uh, you know, Buddy Mar, our Weston Davis. Yeah, that's right. You Weston. know, and so it's through that whole kind of corn man, you know, yep. Kip Moore type, yeah, Brett James, all yep. those guys, which they're going to come on. So I'm excited about having them. So, mm. you know, it's just been something with me. It, it's, it wasn't a career choice that I'm doing this. It was like, I wish people could hear and see what I've, I get to hear and see. Dude, it's, it's frustrating. No, I understand. You know? Well, it's, it's equally as frustrating for us because oh, yeah. we, we want people to hear it too. Absolutely. So, so that's what this is. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'd love, you and I could probably talk for hours. Uh, I'd love to have you back. I, I got this certain set of questions that I do ask everybody. Let's so, do it. Uh, we might do that next time because I'm trying to keep this, you know, short and sweet. And you and I, I mean, if people want to just want to call in and listen to us talk, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but what I'd like to do right now is uh, really just, you know, the whole premise of this is to kind of set up a song that you wrote and, you know, one that's not maybe out there cut, you know, or a hit yet, but it totally is a hit, you know? Uh, so all you, of my songs are hits. They're all hits. They're all just... Rob, every you know, single one of them. Every song that's played on this program is a hit. <laughs> that's right. Just no one's heard it. <laughs> that's that's the whole thing, you know, so... Yeah, so um, set up one of your favorites and then play it Cool. Us. Well, I'm going to set up one uh, that I wrote with uh, with our buddy Tom. Oh, yeah. I meant to bring that up. Um, Tom Bropre, if, uh, he's been on the show. Bopre. I can't remember what episode, guys, but if you go to iTunes and subscribe, you can find him. Bopre. Bopre. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I, I met uh, – I'll talk about Tom for 30 seconds. Sure. Um, uh, so Tom is uh, – um, I'm going to introduce him in a couple of different ways because <laughs> there's the Nashville way to introduce somebody. I'm going to skip that version I know Tom as um, a happily married man to a beautiful lady. Yep. Uh, I know Tom as uh, one of the most thoughtful, um, a great listener, um, a great songwriter, uh, a classically trained musician. Uh, he actually uh, tuned pianos there for a while as yes, well. Yes, so he said is, that on the yeah, show. I had no a, idea. Kind of, yeah, he's, he's a man of many talents. Uh, and I met him through a good friend of mine named Adam Romaine. And I've known Adam for many, many years now. And uh, when I uh, when I left the band last year, I wanted to start writing towards a new record. And I asked if Adam could help introduce me to some people because I'd been on the road. My circle was very small. Right. And uh, and he said absolutely. And a, and a couple weeks later, he said, "I'm going to hook you up uh, with my friend Tom." And Tom actually plays bass for Florida Georgia Line. And I thought, "Oh, well, that'll be nice." Yeah. And so, uh, so I, I'd say all that because most people would intro with Tom as a bass player for Florida Georgia Line, but I know Tom as a songwriter for Rob Blackledge. Right. So, uh, <laughs> well, and you know, we talked about that too. You know, he huge tour that he's on and playing for. What most people don't realize outside of Nashville is that just because they're playing one instrument, that's not all they do. Sure, he's getting paid to do that. Right. But uh, Tom would just as soon, you know, be a songwriter and, yeah. and you know, be a, you know, he's a, just a gifted musician all the way yeah. around. But yeah, and most guys are like that. I mean, right. most of the times, like even when I'm, I'm playing at church on Sunday, 
you know, the guy playing drums is just as good of a bass player or a guitar player. Right. As any, you know. So. It's like, literally, they show up and they go, so what, yeah, what do y'all what do need? need? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like, I'm looking for that. I, I'm thinking maybe the triangle I can do. The triangle. Bring, oh, bringing it back. You know what? I actually played triangle on my record. It's, it's really hard. It's you, hard. Really? No, it's hard. So, well, because, I can't, so I can't do that either. No, I'm just saying, don't <laughs> underestimate the triangle. I'm not underestimating. I just... You can give it a go. Okay. Give it a go, but there's a technique to you because it's, if you think like a ding, 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 it's like a muting, hitting, muting. It's, oh, it was it. weird. You know what's even harder than that, though, in my opinion, is just a plain shaker. Just really? to go, shik, 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 shik. yeah, it's hard. It's all in the wrist. Well, I, I, I got to work on something. <laughs> I got to work on something because let's be honest, I love to talk. It's what I'm good at. All right. But I have the passion for music. I just don't have the ability. Right. And I'm just looking for one reason in my lifetime for one of y'all to go, and I'm bringing my buddy Donald up on stage and I got all? nothing, right? Mm. I got, and so I was like, Maybe a shaker, but you're saying no. No, tough. I'm telling you what it's going to happen. I'm I'm going to write in a spoken word section to a song. Ah, done. Just for you. Done. And then you can get up there and be like, "It was the fourth of November." <laughs> what? Perfect. You know. Give me something to look forward to. Like the like uh, he stopped loving her today. You know, he oh, came yeah. to see her one last time, and that could be you. That's you right. Know? We all wondered if she would. Let's bring back that classical. You know, even with uh. <laughs> uh I, t- I wrote back and said that he had not written the perfect country western song. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> he had said nothing about mamas. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. good. That's good. Anyway, back to Tom. Back to Tom. That yeah. was one hell of a rabbit hole. It was. That's what we do. Mm. So I show up at Tom's house and um, we're writing. Actually, we wrote a few songs with another friend of ours named Drew Castle, who would be a fun guy to have on the show. Yeah. I'll hook you guys up. Please. And. Uh, and so, um, got to know Tom and, uh, long story getting longer is, uh, th- this song I'm going to play is, uh, just, uh, he and I wrote one afternoon sitting over there. I think, um, uh, you know, I, a lot of my songs don't, don't, I don't come in with an idea lyrically. I come in with something musically. And I think, I think maybe Tom actually had this musically. I can't remember. It all runs together, but, um, we got done with it and thought it was pretty, um, Kind of cool little tune. It it doesn't uh, have a lot of dynamics. It just kind of sits there. But uh, it's one of my favorites. My wife's favorite. So nice. We'll start with this what's one. The, what's the name of it? This one's called "I Hope I Come to Mind." Perfect. I know you like to think about summer. Dancing in the rain And singing loud to the music In my old Chevrolet I know you like to think about midnight And your second glass of red wine Walking down the Mosa With your hand in mine When you think about a lover mm, When you think about time uh-huh. When you think about forever 
hope I come to mind I know you like to think about leaving Or weekend at the beach Or a nice long conversation With a friend you rarely see When you think about a lover oh, When you think about time When you think about forever oh, I hope I come to mind We should do this at two in the morning. Well, that would get dangerous, actually. But uh, mm. uh, well, I can see why it's your wife's favorite song, and um, you know, it's, this is like one of the hardest parts for me is following up on this because, like, a lot of times when I hear these, it's it's a little bit of um, uh, how do you say it? Like, it's I'm just kind of stunned, right? It's like <laughs> I don't want to yell or scream. I just kind of sit here and I go. Like, that's unbelievable. It was a great song, but, like, your vocals, like, the way you play, play the guitar, and I'm like, I'm sitting here, and I'm just kind of, like, dumbfounded. Like, how are you not huge? Like, and that's my point, and I really do think you are. <laughs> You're huge in a lot of ways. But, like, that song right there, it's like, yeah, we just, me and Tom, yeah, um, yeah we wrote this the other day, and you're like. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's nothing that we don't think about either. I know. Uh but there's a certain level of acceptance. Sure. Um, you know, I, 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 um, there's no, like, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, you don't like scream or yell or you get mad. You just, um, you, you, you just do it because it's in you. Yeah. And you get handed these songs and, you know, uh, now I've got a buddy who is a, just a, a, a gifted carpenter. And, um, you know, he, he, uh, sells his stuff when he can the same way I go and play shows when I can or do yeah. whatever. And I just look at him and go, man, you make 
incredible stuff and he just goes i just love to do it yeah and i'm the same you know i i love the fact that i get to play music this morning yeah and um it's easy to lose sight of that when you when you do it for a living and, and when you do it all the time uh, but where i've been brought in my life now I, I don't get to do it all the time anymore so you know i woke up this morning and i thought dude i you know i get to go play music yeah i don't care where it is or who's listening I get to play my guitar and sing in front of somebody that's going to care. Right. And that's actually why I bring it up and, and kind of say in the way that I do, because like from an audience standpoint, which is kind of me, it's like, how are you not big? Right. But from the true artist standpoint, um, it's what you do. It's who you are. You would do it anyway. Yeah. And, and you're right. It's like, there, because of the business part of it, sometimes it does get like, you know, muddied a little bit. But at the end of the day, everyone comes full circle and goes, it's who I am. It's what I do. I, I, I love it. I think it gets very muddied. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and that's one of the, that's one of the things I'm grateful for with the experiences that I've had in Nashville is that I've, I've, you know, I've shared the stage with a lot of people and I've, I've seen the backroom conversations and I've seen the, and, um, it's all true. It's, yeah. it's, it, you know, it, it, it exists and, and you have to, um, there are games that have to be played and people that have to be known and and uh, there's money that has to be made to make the whole thing work. And, you know, if you want to do that, then there's a whole artistry in doing that. And that's right. a personality and a and a character that um, that fits some people so well. Yeah. And they excel in that. And then there's me. It's just not my cup of tea. If I if a million people want to buy my record, I'm more than happy yeah, to do, you know, to sure. go and to, to to play for a million people and to to try to tread the water that comes along with that with that lifestyle. But uh, for me, I I this is uh, just what I enjoy more than that. Yeah, and it is a lifestyle. And if you're listening right now, I will tell you this much: uh, you can uh, rock a stage and have as much fun. I've seen you do that. But I would highly recommend if anybody gets the opportunity to sit and just hear you play acoustically. Uh, it's I mean, I, you just heard that song, guys, but like to be here and watch him do it at the same time, uh, highly recommend it. So how would we find you um, to say, where are you playing? When are you playing? Because Rob, I'll come see you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Don. Thanks, Don. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> let's see. I've got, well, I try to keep my, so I do everything. I've got, I built my website. Yeah. I, um, you know, did the record uh, with uh, my producer, Mitch Dane, actually did it at his studio at Sputnik Sound and, and uh uh, he's just incredibly gifted, but um, my cousin uh, d- did my photography down in Birmingham. Rob Culpepper, my buddy Ethan, kind of helped me design the the cover of the reg. But basically, it's all it's all in house. It's if I don't come up with it, if I don't think about it, it doesn't happen. All that to say, I do the best I can to keep robblackledgemusic.com updated. Sure. Um, so that's how we can find you. Your, all your social media is right. there. Yeah, all that. Obviously, Instagram is Rob Blackledge Music. Facebook is Rob Blackledge Music. Twitter, which I said before all that, is just Rob Blackledge. Oh. But I am verified. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there is a check mark. There's, so. a, there's a blue check I don't mark. have a blue check mark. I'm not verified. Well, it was when Twitter was young and they were <laughs> desperately looking for people to verify. <laughs> That's um, my next goal. I want to get verified. So, yeah, but, uh, and, and then I, I've got a YouTube page that I, that I try uh, to, to post some videos of me doing what I'm doing right here. Yeah. Um, but uh, and there'll be a little behind the scenes YouTube of what we have done right now this morning. Cool, so. and I'll share it on my stuff, and you'll have it on your stuff. And let's do it. 
Well, I have a feeling, um, you know, just because you're you're true to who you are, you're true to your music, you can sense it, you feel it, uh, and you're unbelievably talented. That uh, believe me, if if people do hear you and do what you do, it's it's gonna it's gonna take off regardless of your strategy. So thanks for coming in, man. Dude, thanks, Don. Will you uh, come back? Yes, because I know that every one of your songs are hits, and I know (laughs) I know that's only one of forty (laughs) seven. So we've got. Hey, well, hey, check him out, guys. Rob Blackledge, thanks for coming in, dude. And hey, make sure you subscribe to Nashville Hits Collecting Dust and follow me, guys, Donald S. Jenkins, on all my social media. That way you don't miss an episode. So thanks again, man. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. See you, bud. Bye. This has been Hits Collecting Dust. Please support this podcast and the artists featured by going to iTunes, subscribing, and leaving us a review.